coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. All right, a happy home day to you. Hopefully the uh, severe weather from overnight did not impact you or your loved ones uh, too severely. We're certainly hoping for the best and uh, our well wishes to our friends to the West. Uh, a lot of damage in Mississippi and Louisiana, some in Alabama as well. And uh, we'll update throughout the show if we hear of any impacts here in Metro Atlanta and throughout the state of Georgia. We have a lot to get to today. Obviously, uh, Cop City has been dominating headlines here in Atlanta, maybe not so much outside the metro area, but it is starting to get some national attention. Well, the pros and the cons to that are sometimes the noise takes our eye off the discussion that is at the root of why the noise is there in the first place, if I'm making any sense. There are a lot of what Bill Torpy in the AJC opinion piece today calls out-of-town vagabonds who are getting a lot of the attention and firebombing cop cars and smashing windows downtown certainly doesn't bolster their case, but it does make a lot of noise and get a lot of attention. So we reached out to the South River Watershed Alliance. I want to make sure I get that right. And uh, Jackie Eccles is a decade plus long pioneer of the South River Watershed. She is set to join us later in the show. We will talk to her about that. We'll also dive into uh, to Torpy's uh, opinion piece a little bit because I think much like the Al Jazeera Plus piece that we shared on social media yesterday, that's a nice 24-plus minute long documentary video of, some, of sorts, his opinion piece does a really credible job laying out how we got to where we are. So we have a lot to get to on that realm, but I want to start uh, in Athens, Georgia, where yesterday the athletic director, Josh Brooks, released a statement, finally um, a little more substantive after the January 15th accident that took the life of one University of Georgia football player, also taking the life of a University of Georgia graduate who was working for the athletic department, although not exactly at that moment, according to Brooks. So here's the statement from uh, the athletic director. Out of respect for the families involved, we have refrained from making any public statements up to this point regarding the circumstances of the tragic accident that claimed two lives and injured two members of our campus community. However, we want the public to know that the athletic department is conducting a thorough review in coordination with appropriate legal counsel to fully understand the circumstances surrounding this tragic event. We want to emphasize that these individuals were not engaged in athletic department duties around the time of this incident. Our review is preliminary at this time, and the athletic department is fully cooperating with law enforcement officials to determine all the facts surrounding this tragedy. Coach Smart and I are also actively reviewing relevant football policies, and at the conclusion of that review, we will take steps to implement any improvements in our policies and procedures that may be needed. Our thoughts and prayers continue to be with the families and friends of all those impacted by this tragic event. Uh, they shared that uh, via their social media, released that to the media as well yesterday afternoon. And um, it doesn't really change much uh, as far as the vitriolic response that we're seeing on social media. There is an overwhelming reaction from fans of the program, a lot of whom believe 
themselves to be advocating for the survivors, the families uh, of those who lost lives, uh, castigating media for even reporting on this developing story. And make no mistake, it was a story from the moment it happened. But it's noteworthy that the athletic director, in his statement, points out, again, these individuals were not engaged in athletic department duties around the time of this incident. What Josh Brooks is saying is, it was not her job, Chandler LaCroix, the driver who passed, it was not her job, she was not on the clock, we did not task her with driving players around downtown Athens, bar hopping that night, and then taking them home. That's not her job. Okay. And uh, again, he mentions that the review is preliminary and that the department is cooperating with law enforcement to determine all the facts surrounding that tragedy. Up until that statement had come out, there had been scant coverage from any other journalistic entity other than the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which has been taking a ton of heat on social media for even diving into this story. How the night transpired leading up to that accident. A lot of folks calling the AJC out. How dare you? Why do we need to know this? Well, maybe we on the whole don't need to know this, but investigators are putting together a picture of how the night came to be. And the AJC is the, I would argue, premier journalistic entity in the state of Georgia and are doing what journalists are tasked to do. Among the detractors are those who say, well, now is not the time. Let's respect the fallen. Uh, I, I, I don't think that this is disrespectful, and I don't think that there is a right time to point out that the deceased and any other parties that were with them that night were visiting an adult entertainment club. Devin Willick, the uh, player who passed away in the accident, was 20 years old. So there's no assumption that he was under the influence of alcohol. And until we get toxicology results, we can't presume that the driver, Chandler LaCroix, was under the influence of alcohol. We cannot presume that. There were four adults that got in that vehicle. If she were intoxicated, you would like to think that one of the other three would want to pump the brakes on that. We all have Uber and or Lyft apps on our phone. It's not hard to hail an Uber or Lyft to get home safely. There are those who have blamed the AJC for using surveillance video obtained through the Freedom of Information Act of smearing the deceased by publicizing that they were leaving a strip club at 2.30 in the morning. Folks, it's 2022. It's not the 1970s or 1980s. We're not that judgmental about that anymore, are we? Is it a shock to anybody that young college males enjoy going to a strip club. There's a reason why it's just blocks from the campus of the University of Georgia. And so if we come to find out that the driver, Chandler LaCroix, wasn't intoxicated, 
was completely bone dry sober, then we're just back to where we were after the accident happened. A tragic accident. People speed. We all speed. Everyone who has been behind the wheel of a car has sped at some point in time, driven too fast sometimes for conditions. And thankfully, most of us either avoided accidents or perhaps hydroplaned a little bit and got got corrected. No overcorrection, no accidents. We all live to tell about it. We may have had some minor fender benders here or there. I, I, I lost a, I totaled a vehicle two and a half years ago. And I was just sitting in traffic. And for some reason, my, my foot went on the gas instead of the... It happens. But we have to let law enforcement do their jobs. We have to let journalists hold them accountable. And the university and the athletic department as well. Like, there are still questions. Why was there a rented Ford Expedition, much like is rented by athletic administration personnel to drive recruits around? Was this expedition rented out for university activity? Was it rented out in the university or the athletic department's name? Was Chandler LaCroix allowed to do that? And and bear in mind, this all happened the Saturday of the championship, the national championship parade. This happened all Saturday night, Sunday morning, you know, after that. So there was probably half a dozen or more vehicles that were rented out by the university or the athletic department that day to accommodate transporting players, recruits, coaches, et cetera, and so on, to and from various activities, parades and rallies, back to Airbnbs and hotels. It's a messy situation, and and the university or the athletic department now has decided or has stated publicly, and we kind of figured they would anyway, are going to work with law enforcement to parse this out. And anybody who knows anything about athens Clark police knows that they don't cover for the university's athletic department. They're tough. That being said, I'm a little grossed out. As a fellow Georgia Bulldog, I love my dogs. Half since I was like, I can remember watching football in like 1980. Herschel Walker, I grew up on Herschel Walker. Buck Ballou, Lindsey Scott. I'm just a little grossed out that there are those who are bemoaning the work being done by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution to follow this story and provide its readers details. That's what their job is. That same disgust reminds me of when the Jan Kemp story came out in the 1990s. It's no different, the reaction. And to me, it just feels like there's more concern about the football program than those whose lives were lost. Just my two cents. More Ron Show on America One Radio next. I invite you to show your support for this show. If you own or manage a business that could benefit from partnering with Atlanta's only liberal progressive talk outlet, you can do that and support America One Radio and The Ron Show. We have absurdly affordable advertising packages, and you'll have yours truly working with you to craft your messaging and produce your advertising or pitch your product myself if necessary. Plus, with our social media outreach, we can bring more attention to your support of this show and America One Radio. Find out more by emailing me at theronshowatl at gmail.com or call me direct at 843-283-0078. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. 
Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Listen, it's no secret that the housing market is in fluctuation right now. We went through an intense seller's market for a little more than 18 months, not just in metro Atlanta, but throughout the United States and the state of Georgia, obviously. So now things are cooling off a little bit. Interest rates are going up. Buyers are a little more tentative. What does that mean for you if you are looking to still kind of cash in on the equity you've grown over the last few years and potentially selling your home? Well, it means that you have to hire a savvy, smart realtor, someone who knows the negotiating game and how to market your home professionally. Guess what? That's me. That's right. Not only am I the Ron Show host, but I'm also a realtor with eXp Realty. Anyone with a few hundred dollars and a few weeks to get a license can list your home. It takes someone with decades of marketing experience to market your home and get it sold at top dollar. Call me. Let's discuss your options. 843-283-0078 or log on at rononthereal.com. My email address, ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396 